Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar in lower tone all things FPL related. We are recording here on the 1st of November, but never mind that because it's a very Halloween episode. There's no way I was going to miss this one and I'm back after a slight sabbatical and I'm not here alone. Here is my podcast partner in crime for the evening, Wankenstein himself. Paddy, how are you getting on? Ah, fuck you. You totally got me there. I'm good, man. I'm good. I couldn't be better. I could be. I'm buzzing. I'm back. I'm fucking back. Someone's sitting on a potential green arrow. Well, I say oh, potential. Yeah. It's 90% guaranteed, unless maybe Cody gets sent off tonight. You still have him playing. You're the <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I have him playing, yep. Uh, how has game week 10? I mean, judging by the big beam and smile on your face, uh, everything seems to be going well for you. Yeah, it's uh, it's going great. I'm sitting on 63 points with uh, whatever Cody gets. So um, he'll be coming on for Mbwema, Mbwemo. Um, the the backline liver mental instantly giving me making me hard. You know, I haven't had him. I bring him in for Aileen, and you know he was one of the fires I put out this week. So liver mental doing me proud. Christensen actually started, got me a clean sheet. Um, I'm just going to tell every single fucking player is going to be named here, okay? Because it's it's brilliant. Um, Go for Smith, it. Smith Rowe, after torturing me from the bench last week, gives me nine this week. I'm, I'm delighted. Salad captain. The only blemish, uh, but I'll take it. Every, everyone fucking done it. Um, Ten points. Havertz. Havertz. Whatever the fuck he's called. Six points. Why couldn't he do it last week? And Rafinha, nine points. Uh, Ronaldo, 12. And Antonio, two. And a 4-1. What was that 4-1 they finished up? That, that West Ham match, yeah, did end up 4-1. And you still have Cody, who is yeah. on currently for a potential clean sheet. It's still 2-0 to, to Wolves, so we'll probably know more about that before the episode's over. But uh, before we look at my team, yeah. first things first, Paddy, did you miss me last week? Of course I missed you. I missed you like a bear missed a sore paw. I don't even know if that's one of those sayings that's sarcastic. <laughs> nah. Well, how did you get on with Seamus? Come on, give me, yeah, give me the Yeah, Seamus was great. You know, I thought he was very professional. Yeah, he, then he pulled out a bottle of whiskey and it was like, wow. It just <laughs> fucking, you know, we just went nuts. And then I, It just took a turn. It just, it just took a turn. He turned into this whole different person when he was hosting. Like, you know, it was like, you know, do you know what it was like? His mommy and daddy was away and he had the free house to himself and he just fucking raided their liquor their liquor cabinets. <laughs> you know, that's what, he just as soon as you went, he was just, Viva Las Vegas. And then after the podcast, we stayed on for another hour and a bit on uh, fucking spaces. So just it was just FPL heavy, heavy fucking night yeah, for you. Fucking, we nailed it, like. Yeah, I checked it out. I liked it. Uh, I thought it sounded uh, pretty good. Um, the graphics, like obviously with me not being there, I was kind of I didn't even think we'd get a video out, mm-hmm. but. The wonders of technology these days. It makes it so fucking easy. Boom, bish bash bash up on YouTube. And uh, if you missed it last week, I would recommend going over and check it out. And, uh, you know, give us an old subscribe while you're over there. But, uh, yeah, all in all, uh, game week 10 went pretty decent for me as well. I, well, I say decent. It was actually looking pretty shocking until like Jimenez who's bagged a goal in the first half of that match and uh, that's kind of pumped me up to the 45 point mark which uh, considering you know the week is pretty much done and I was only sitting on a like 20k 
okay green, red arrow at the stage. Like that's only going to pump me up a bit more. Um, so I'll take 45, 46, whatever way this ends up being. And uh, I'll come out of it smiling. Similar to yourself, Paddy. Clean sheet from Chelsea. Livermento also picking up the, the six points. Uh, Rafinha's nine-pointer. Salah's ten. Obviously, um, kind of a bit of a moot point this week with the fact that the entire world, even people not playing FPL, seem to have captained him. And uh, Jimenez has set his goal. Antonio blanked, barely one pointer. Disappointing return there. I suppose the most disappointing thing in my team this week, leaving Gallagher on the bench, 13 points, Ooh. staring at me. Um, you're you're um, not alone, though. There, there's a lot of bench-heavy points this week. You know there is, yeah. And with with a lot of there was a couple of absences this week. That means you know we're going to see a lot of teams shooting up after the auto subs kick in. That's correct. Most notably Mason Mount, the hero of many a team last week. He uh, he was absent this week. Apparently he picked up a bit of an illness. And uh, yeah, much to the chagrin or much to the chagrin of those who brought him in this week. And uh, the likes of Imbumo as well didn't quite make uh, the the Brentford match either. Who, but he wasn't a bitch. So you know, if you had him like yourself, you'd be, you know, you're not worried. Yeah. He's not a fire. He looks to be coming back. But uh, going back to that Chelsea match, um, you had Havertz. Yeah. He did pick up uh, an assist this week for. You know, for those managers who most likely took the plunge last week. Yeah. I can't see anyone bringing him in this week after the disappointment last week. But uh, he did pick up a poxy assist for, I believe, winning the penalty that Jorginho scored. Yeah. And that will that will have sedated some of you. But um, you don't seem you don't seem overly impressed with it, Patrick. I am overly impressed. I'm delighted that he got that assist. You know, you know, after what happened to me last week, you know, in a 7-0-1 and he gets nothing. I'll take the poxy fucking... <laughs> I'll take the poxy assist. But... Um, you know, I think, like you said there, the, the, everyone rushed for Mount. And then, you know, this week, a similar thing happened. I think everyone rushed for Foden and they sold Rafina. And, you know, that's that's the way it goes, isn't it? That's the fucking shifts and roundabouts. Yeah, big time. I was one of those uh, managers who went with the Foden tactic this week. I transferred out Ducure, who, as we know, is, is red flagged at the moment. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of, like, I had... Gallagher, as I said, on the bench, um, he was starting, and I thought, you know what, Palace against City, I need to fix a couple of fires anyway, because uh, I have Mendy, and I have Ducore injured, and Marsal is injured, so, you know, my team is slowly kind of uh, disintegrating before my eyes, and I decided to just move and go with the obvious uh, choice of Foden this week, home to Palace, what could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, he did have an assist to his name until that Jesus goal was chalked off. So it's not all... It's not all doom you know, and gloom. Yeah, exactly. It's not all doom and gloom. And, you know, I'm still... I'm, I I feel like we're on the edge of another one of those uh, massive transition kind of stages in, in FPL. I mean, 100%. I know it's the international... Yeah, um, international breaks around the corner. The next one, I think, is after game week 11. So, you know, you, you've been talking about maybe holding a transfer and I think that kind of plays into the whole state of affairs there's a lot of talking points at the moment like are you are we happy with our premiums I mean if you look at it last week the likes of Lukaku Ronaldo who are in a lot of teams um, before game week 10 a lot of people shifted them out done you know now we're looking at do we turn back towards the likes of Ronaldo uh, Vardy's looking a bit you know um you know, questionable at the moment, but they do also enter a, a, a decent run of fixtures. But um, going back to that Ronaldo point, you've held on to him, Paddy. Yeah, I've got rid. I've got rid of him. 
Um, you kind of said to me off air that you you plan pretty much on keeping him all season. Yeah, he seems like I, I did. I did. Well, like I'm not, yeah, not all season, but I mean, I suppose if I was if I was going to get rid of him, I would have got rid of him in this period. But I, yeah, I, exactly. I, he, it wasn't in my plans to to get rid of him. I was kind of, I was always going to keep him. But, um, and saying that, I am looking over at Kane a little bit now at the minute with the the new manager bounce that that might potentially happen. But it'll definitely um, be a wait and see there for a game or two. Or do you think? I don't mean to go completely off the topic here, but do you think it is a wait and see, or do you think you should jump on maybe and get ahead of the the train with uh, the Kane move? No, I don't think it's off topic at all. I think it's the it's it's what's been on you know my mind pretty much since the start of well since we say you know kind of yesterday when the game week ended. I'm already looking at game week eleven. What's going to happen? Uh, and I know there's that fixture tonight, but yeah, I mean we basically know that Nuno's been sacked. Uh, he's gone. There's heavy rumors that Antonio Conte is going to take the reins at the at Spurs and if that happens as you mentioned new manager bounce what does that do for Harry Kane and what does that do for that kind of premium striker spot so like for me at the moment I'm sitting with Jamie Vardy in my team so I have a premium striker yeah. spot price price point there uh what's Vardy these days he's 10.8 so I'm sitting with him in my team and uh, I'm looking at fixtures, like basically looking ahead at the likes of Man United's fixture turn when, is it game week 15, I believe, uh, when United's fixtures turn pretty kind of, you know, pretty tasty, hard to look away from him. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I couldn't hold Vardy all the way. I keep that price, that premium price point, hold him all the way and then jump back on Ronaldo come 15. Or I could maybe take a chance on that new manager bounty reference, Paddy, uh, depending, obviously, on, mm. on what happens. But Spurs fixtures from game week 12 turn to Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich. And then, obviously, that's the first, that's up to game week 15. And if I was wrong on that Harry Kane punt, for example, he's 12.1 at the moment, it wouldn't be a very difficult task to get over to Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, so that that is something that's on my mind, and I am like I was kind of set on looking at Sun. Yeah, I thought you know price point midfielder, I like that shit. But now um, there's such a low ownership for Kane. I don't know. There's a whole rumor, like not rumors, but like there's the whole Conte thing. What's he gonna do with his number nine? Apparently, he always gets the best out of his number nines. Do you take the chance? It will depend on game week eleven for me. But if there's any signs of a Spurs revival against Everton next week, and Everton not looking in great shape, as I said, currently yeah. down two 0 to Wolves, uh, I'll be looking to jump on it. What about you, Ben? Yeah, I, well, here's where I am. Right, I was I have Ronaldo, and I was planning on keeping him, and you know I'm quite happy that I did. I know a lot of people sold him, and mm. you know I did have other fires to fix as well, and he did, he he wasn't really. I wasn't sitting there looking at him thinking, oh my God, I need to get him out of my team because he's Ronaldo at the end of the day. And I think that's the difference when you talk about premium strikers between Ronaldo and Lukaku. I think Ronaldo does show up to big games. And mm. yeah. He didn't show up the week beforehand. No, but I, 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 <laughs> that's true. And you know what? The whole team didn't show up. You yeah, know, 100%. like, I mean, you know, and anyway, that's a good point. But I mean, the whole team was abysmal, like, they had a lot to answer for. And I like that. Not all they got everywhere. I think that's the way forward. Cavani and Ronaldo. The work rate of Cavani as well and Ronaldo. Mm. I'm excited for the next game. Um, but there is a temptation there to just get... Like, that's a tough fixture. That's the toughest fixture 
bar Liverpool in the league. And, and I would love to just maybe nip over to Kane for the Everton game. As, as Are Spurs at home? No, I don't think they are. No, they're away to Not Everton. Not that it matters I, the way Everton are looking at the moment, huh? No, nah, I don't like uh, not the way everything looking, but I mean at the same time, well, look at how Spurs are <laughs> playing. So I definitely wouldn't be jumping off Ronaldo just right now. Not with Watford in game week twelve. Yeah, uh, you know Watford game week twelve. Chelsea 13. and then Ch- Chelsea's tough, and then Arsenal. So I mean, like we know four of or three of the next four are going to be difficult. But mm. if it saved myself a transfer. Um, down the line you don't have to worry about getting them back in which I know you you're a massive Paddy or you're a massive uh, Man United fan Paddy you are you yeah. know not I'm as like not as big I'm like a Pepsi can well yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've we've heard the rumours <laughs> Paddy we've heard all the rumours yeah. but um, yeah it just I don't know I think if I had one out of my team right now I'd be more than happy to yeah. stick I, 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 I'm kind of just offloading um, you know just things that are bubbling about my head you know no, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at you like I always kind of like look at look at you know certain managers' teams every week. Anyone that I play the game with kind of closely yeah. or some of that, I'll always have a gander just see what they what they've been up to. And I mean, I'm I'm looking at your team obviously every fucking week, and I'm going. It's starting to take a bit of yeah, shape. Yeah, a bit of shape. You know, um, I still think, uh, you know. Basically, the only fire I can see there is a 4.0 Williams who isn't actually really a fire, considering I also have a, a dead player. Yeah, in my team, one dead right player there. isn't the end of the world, anyway. It isn't, no. Um, but I do think the likes of Cody and Edward, like if I'm looking to to maybe sort of start changing things around, maybe that's where I go. I mean, the Edward one is interesting. I didn't get to actually talk to you about that because it was last yeah, week. Yeah, so when... you were off when I done that. That was a kind of a bit of a maverick move, you you might say. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was interesting. And then you benched him yeah. this week. Uh, and well, going... uh, well, I mean, he's not benched. Yeah, well, he had to be benched this week, didn't he? No, he's not benched this week. Is... Yeah, he is. He is. And he's against City. I'm not giving you shit for that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So yeah. it's against City, yeah. So. I was just uh, in- uh, curious if you, like, are you planning on benching him most weeks? or? No, he's coming back. He's, he's starting next week. He's oh. in my, uh, he's in my, um, I'm, I'm benching Antonio maybe next week. Oof. See, that's the, that's the, that's well, a big actually, call. I have a benching headache next week. Let's not forget about it. I have, there's there's plenty of other players I couldn't I could play the three up top and I, I might but mm. I mean th- there's it's crazy are we going into next week already do you want will we just flow no or, well I mean you can talk about whatever you want flow flow my right, pretty okay. little well, river let's fucking go into next week right everyone's gonna have a benching headache next week mm. you know not my, I've already seen it starting to to surface on Twitter like so here's my bench as it stands okay mm-hmm. Antonio that's the big one that's the big the big, big one yeah against Liverpool. And they're at home. Um, Cody, I've as well on my bench, and we're we're not going to talk about Williams because he's in everyone's bench. I'm starting Ronaldo against Man City. Yeah. And I'm starting Edward against Wolves. Okay. I'm starting Embuemo against Norwich. Smith Rowe against Watford. Salah against West Ham. Havertz against Burnley, and Rafinha against Leicester. So the midfield is pretty, you know. It's pretty solid. It's very solid, yeah. It's a solid the, five. You know, the back line is Levermento, Christensen, and Cancelo, which can't be touched anyway because, you know, it's only three. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, like, of those, I can t- completely understand why you'd bench uh, Antonio against Liverpool, but I'd never, ever, ever do it uh, in my own yeah. team. That's just, uh, so- that's just me. But, I mean, you know, what the fuck? 
that's not to say that that's the right option, you know? I don't know if I'd uh, have any issue playing Edward against Wolves either, you know, that kind of way. And knowing the, yeah. way, knowing the way everything's going, how many people are going to be missing next week? Do you know what I mean? There's going to be absences. It will, like, Rafinha all of a sudden will pick up a fucking training ground injury or something like that. I don't know. Oh, but yeah. he really, speaking of pulling it out of the bag, he really smashed it this week. Nine-point return uh, uh-huh. in Leeds' win over Norwich. Um, or not Norwich. Who the fuck were Leeds playing this week? Norwich. It was Norwich. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Getting That's what I was thinking about captain them, you see, because it was Norwich after them getting tanked, and they're, they're kind of the whipping boys. I actually at one stage went to Norwich's fixtures, and I thought, who could I bring in every week that Norwich are playing? And it didn't actually, it doesn't look too good. There's not actual, they're, they're playing, you know, there's no real whipping boy teams. I had a look, you know, down through the weeks. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, they're sure to concede goals. And yeah, Rafinha was probably one of the most sold, maybe. I'm not sure this week, probably. For I don't know. Or someone. I, I hoped that that would be the case, but uh, once he scored and I started looking around, I was like, oh, everyone still fucking has him. And rightly so, because I think he is, like, for his price, 6.5. I think he's, yeah. he's probably a bit more expensive now, 6.6. 6, 6. Um, I still think he's absolutely a fantastic value. Uh, four goals to his name uh, in, what, nine matches? Um, mm-hmm. Eight and a half if you. You know, kind of count his half a match against Wolves, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I, I'd like to think he's going to be sitting there for a good old, good old chunk. Yeah, of time. there's a great, great run of fixtures up until fifteen as well. So yeah, well. no, hundred percent. I think, uh, like, I'll be happy playing him against anyone though. That's the reality. Yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, so so, so that's my, that's my kind of dilemma. That's my benching dilemma. You're sure to have a benching dilemma this week, yeah? No, actually, I'm not. Um, for the for the eagle-eyed YouTube viewers, uh, my team's up on the screen there. I don't have any mm-hmm. problems, actually. Like, Gallagher's my first sub against... I'll be benching him against Wolves. Uh, Marcel against Crystal Palace, and he's injured anyway. And then Mendy, as I said, is a dead uh, uh, midfield player on my team. So I don't have a benching headache. I have no problem leaving Gallagher on the bench, considering, like, his price. I Obviously, Cancelo and Foden against United... Um, as a fan, I don't want that. But as an FPL player, I'm you know I'm not going yeah. to I'm not going to be benching either of them. You never would against. I never would bench a, a city asset anyway. Um, so yeah, no benching headache for me. But there is a transfer headache, and uh, I'll actually get your opinion on this. Um, okay. Because you're talking about benching Antonio this week, and I'm thinking of getting him out. Uh, you've just read my mind. I was just going to say to you. I was just going to actually pull the podcast back. I say, can we go back to Antonio because. I'm actually even thinking about maybe, you know, you're, we are talking about earlier about Ronaldo and his fixtures. Mm. I'm thinking about getting rid of Antonio as well. Yeah, I mean, West Ham's fixtures do turn, uh, you know, pretty miserable over the next four or five weeks. They face mm-hmm. Liverpool uh, next week, then they have Wolves in the middle, but then City, Brighton, Chelsea, uh, and then Burnley in, in game week 16. But so like Chelsea, City and Liverpool, not and even Brighton to some extent, who had a fantastic uh, draw against uh, Liverpool this week um, they're not teams I'm particularly expecting a whole lot from uh, the only thing I would say is that Antonio is so massively owned at the moment still uh, mm-hmm. with with 48.4 so like 50% of the teams now obviously there will be a percentage of that dead teams because of how well he started the season so yeah. any managers that fell off so it's probably mildly inflated but I don't think it's that, that much uh, over the over the top, uh, so he's heavily owned. He, if you did, you watch the match this week? Um, did you deliver or the West Ham Spur? Who the fuck were West Ham playing? West Ham were playing. Was it not? Who the fuck were West Ham playing? Literally, I can't even remember. Yeah, West Ham were playing. 
Aston Villa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who have been very fucking forgettable this year since yeah. <laughs> just to clarify. Uh but yeah, they were playing West Ham four one, no returns for Antonio. That being said, it's not something that concerned concerned me too much because if you watched it, he I think he could have easily have came out of that match with two assists, like no bother. He knocks the ball on uh that Bowen goes ahead and uh basically takes the shot that uh Fornells gets the rebound on. I think he also assisted the assisted assisted the assister for one of the other fucking shots that plays him through. Maybe another for now's go. Two like stonewall <laughs> assists. I was very yeah. uh I think managers, myself included, were very unlucky not to get some returns from Antonio. Uh but it does kinda you know, like it's getting to that stage where like you have to make moves obviously if you wanna go up the ranks you have to try and get a bit of a differential and maybe Antonio with his fixtures you know it's time to hop off Uh, I'm looking at getting him out and going to Tony um, okay which probably I was going to ask you yeah who to so yeah I think Tony I think the two million um, the two million savings uh, or one and a half million I have a bit in the bank that's mainly what I'm thinking take a bit of money out of my forward line that'll allow me then if I decide so is that triple Brentford you'd have I have no Burnford, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, Mbumo was going to be my transfer this week. Yeah. It was going to be Decore to M- Mbumo, and then uh, who fucking got... Who, who did I end up even getting out? My head's fucking blank. But it was supposed to be Mbumo, and then with the injury kind of concern and it being a hamstring, you know, yeah. there was obviously a part of me that thought, oh, well, you know, there's a good chance he doesn't play. So I decided to kind of fix... Uh, another fire in my team Decore being injured that's what it was Decore out and Foden in I had the money no hit um, it seemed like a bit of a no brainer and uh, yeah it strung me a bit obviously with the Gallagher move but in general I think um, that's kind of my approach this season like I'm looking at as I said Marcel and Mendy and I'm thinking I need to change those red flags into even if they're just kind of playing players but yeah. you know do I focus on that Paddy or do I do I rip out one of the most consistent uh, FPL performers when he's fit which he is and uh, in Antonio and you know look for a cheeky cheeky punt elsewhere maybe by turning Vardy into Kane from the money that mm. I save from Antonio to, to yeah him. that would be that might be a good one and you know I think anyway and you know it yourself that you're probably talking about maybe making these moves over the international break you're gonna you're you're gonna save a little transfer. I'm thinking of the saving a little transfer as well. And the two players that I'm I'm, I'm looking at for, and I think Tony's a great shout. Mm. I have my Brentford coverage and Livermento and and Bumo now. Livermento Southampton. Have, oh, sorry, or in, look at the stripey fucking teeth. <laughs> the uh, I'm just looking up and and then Bumo. Yeah. So I'm quite happy to have that as my Brentford coverage, and uh, you know, that's me. What what I, where I'm looking at, and I'll get your opinion as well, because I think Tony's sound. Yeah. Um, it's the fixtures, thinking, like really. With, yeah, with as Tony. well. It's the fixtures are great. I'm thinking probably it's either Antonio or Edward. Let's see. Uh, it probably could be Edward, but Havertz is going to come to the end of his little experiment. Okay. When coming in? Well, for after the Leicester game. Yes. Which, yeah. yeah. So that's just that's just before the international break. I'm kind of skipping on here, we. But there's Burnley next, which I'm quite happy to have him for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Leicester game will be his judgment day. Okay. But when I get him out and I get Antonio out, that frees up a lot of money as well for me. That could be right on time 
you know, I've already, I've got, I'm sitting here with like 2.4 in the bank. I could, if I get rid of Havertz and I get rid of Antonio, mm-hmm. I could very easily uh, bring in Kane if Kane is going for, you know, if Kane's, you know, if we like what we see here. Yeah. And I've got 6.4 in for a midfielder and there's a couple of nice options floating about. Yeah, I see, like, looking okay. at your team there, if I, like, if, if I had the Havertz option taken up, what's the 8 million, 8.1 million or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you can go directly from Havertz to Sun. Yes, which right. which may be you know a bit easier. It saves you kind of rejigging the structure of your team. You keep Ronaldo, saves yourself a bit of a transfer. And uh, I think from from some of the stuff I'm hearing about Conte, he tends to play two. You know, he could end up playing two up front. Uh, Son could end up you know playing alongside Kane. Um, and that's you know that, like that if that's the case, you know, Son is is fucking. He's the, the premium mm. choice there. I don't know. Uh, but, I like, look, we have a whole game week 11. Yeah, I'm excited. There's some exciting things that can happen. I was just looking at there. I could go Son and I could bring in Hawang. You know, I could go Son. I could bring in Tony as well. There's some lovely actual budget. Or not, but, well, I've got 8.2. I'm not going to say budget. But I have enough for some nice forward options. Yeah, there's, going, pl- there's, pl- there's plenty of options, like differential options. Mm. I'm looking at where I've dropped points or at least where I haven't gained points in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I know for me, I've neglected, uh, I've neglected Arsenal, essentially, uh, yeah. who apparently are unbeaten since, did I hear that today? They're unbeaten since August, yeah. which I didn't realise. Yeah, they're, they're going well. <laughs> uh, you'll be happy to know that Cody looked like he was, he might be going off before the 68 minutes. Uh, with oh my a, with his, but he seems to be coming back on so I'll keep an what eye on what time are we on 56 minutes so, so oh my god that would have been fucking horrific he's trotting back on he's trotting back on so you're grand uh, okay. but yeah no so I ignored Arsenal now you have ESR you had him on your bench uh, unfortunately last week for or the week before last week with the 13 points yeah. not this week 9 points another goal that's his 4th of the season I believe and, and uh, a bargain a bargain yeah, the price. I think he's is he is he still five six. Uh, he's I got him for five four. Is he five six he's now? He's five point wow. six now, and it's still absolute pittance. Um, like that's a Gallagher to ESR would have been an easy swap, and that is yeah. something people have looked at. But obviously, Gallagher and I've been shitting on him obviously since we started recording. But he did deliver that double digit this week. It's worth noting, Milivojevic. Milivojevic wasn't in the. Uh, in the team and I did read on Twitter I can't give it any credit because I don't know who the fuck originally said it but there was comparisons of him in the team without Milievich and him in the team with and yeah. the difference is, is pretty substantial and uh, hopefully like it's hard to know but my point being 5.6 and you get an Arsenal starting player like I'm, I'm pretty confident that Smith Rowe keeps his place I think that's Arteta's preferred 11 um yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm looking over at Arsenal's fixtures. Um, Watford, a nice one this week. Obviously, Liverpool in 12 isn't something you want to be coming into, but that's followed up with a tasty uh, home match against Newcastle and then United, Everton, Southampton up to game week 16. So you've yeah, got. They're, they're, they're shady fixtures. They're up and down, aren't they? They are, but for Ish. his price, you can bench him. That's the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You're right. But, but I was actually thinking in my head of another Arsenal player who I think is going to. I just think. I'm not going to bring him into my team. He's too expensive. But I think Aubameyang is going to go nuts soon. Yeah, I think that that talent, that talent, that team, Saka, Smith Rowe, uh, Odegaard. I mean, he's going to get fed. He's getting. Fed. He's going to be fed very soon. Like he's been hungry, and I think I could just, you know, I, I'm. He's too dear. 
mm-hmm. at yes. the moment and the fixtures the, the fixtures for me they aren't appealing to bring in but i think he's going to be a player that's you know going to be heavily under under owned and yeah only think, five 5.2 percent ownership yeah i think there's going to be i think he's going to explode soon or he's definitely going to get some goal. He's going to be scoring at least every game now. <laughs> That's a, at least every game. Not 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 a high standard you're setting it to at all, Paddy. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like, look, I think ten. Would million... you love to have the balls to go for him? Like, I've seen a few people, a few teams with an Alabama floating around, which is something I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. He has gotten two goals in his last three matches. Um, didn't deliver anything this weekend, but I mean, when your team goes out and uh, what did they beat Leicester two uh, nil? When your team goes out and you know. Oh, he didn't fucking... 3-0, was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm... I, I don't know. I'm not fucking overly convinced, on about. No, I mean, but I just... I just do, I'm just looking over there, and I can see it happening, you know? Yeah, um, Arsenal... But I'm, 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 I'm quite happy with Smith-Rowe, though. That's my Arsenal coverage, and I'm going... I'm, I'm, that's me. Yeah. I'm just glad to have that. And I'm kind of thinking, like... Do I make shapes and try to get that? But I, I can, I think that's the the beauty. There's so many fucking options out there at the moment. Yeah. Like we've talked about Rafinha getting kind of people back on his side this week after his nine pointer. Uh, Gallagher's kind of you know he's been pretty consistent this season. The Everton guys have gone off the boil lately, you know. But there is those really cheap uh, midfield kind of enablers that allow you to have 15 playing players. And yeah. you know, considering as I said, how many how many weeks the likes of a Reese James, who, you know, hard to avoid this week. What was it, 21 ah, fucking points? Yeah, that's another guy that I would like to get into my team for Christiansen instead, you know, swap them over. Yeah. I think it's, that's something that has to be. Christiansen seems to be on one week, off the next, on one week, you know. Yeah, and he, I think that was always the, the risk yeah. with Christiansen. But Reese James comes with his own risk. I mean, Aspilicueta has been missing for... A couple of matches now and you got to think that that obviously is uh, you know a serious a serious factor for james's minutes in the fact that you know you know he's clearly the the kind of best right yeah. back right wing back in the team other than maybe aspilicueta who mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i've seen i've seen bits and bobs i would be worried about his minutes is my point uh with That's james well. but for his price i think it's 5.5 and with all those really cheap midfield options and even strikers yeah. to some extent you don't mind if you have a full team there and he doesn't play every week and he you know gets the odd bench and then you get Livermento points exactly <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure the rule is you don't play Livermento and he comes off your bench that seems to be how that's everyone the that's the urban legend yeah urban but uh, you played him this week and he did get you that clean sheet um, Southampton I think Adam Armstrong also starting for owners this week like you had a lot picking up an assist uh, to Shade Adams goals you had a lot of teams last week um, a lot of players last week that didn't necessarily deliver and you know managers were looking at like have I met a boo-boo here and then you've got you know this week kind of all comes good again like your own team even mm-hmm. so, like you know last week bit of a, a bit of a, a kind of a low score and then this week you just absolutely yeah. smashed it um, what else have we got lined up we've got yeah, no, that's... A, oh, I've got fucking horror questions I've been meaning to ask you. Oh, Jesus. All right, so this is about the only Halloween thing I'm going to have planned. But I want to know, Paddy, what okay. is your favorite horror movie? Right, my favorite horror movie. I'm going to be actually deadly serious with this. Um, I, I, there's, I think one of the scariest horror movies, I think, is The Exorcist. You know anything that deals with you know the re- you know the, you know the way people some people believe in heaven and hell and stuff and uh, I just think the devil's scary as fuck. Um, 
But in saying that, I, I was listening to what were the most scariest movies that when they put these heartbeats on people's fingers and shit. Do you know what number one was? Uh, I don't know, Paranormal Activity? It was in the top ten, but Sinister. And then <laughs> I rewatched Sinister, and actually it's fucking really good too. So Well, I watched it once and I, never, I didn't enjoy it, but you're saying go back mm. and check it out again. Because yeah, it does have a lot it. of love. It does have a lot of love. Yeah, it's, it's decent, you know. I like The Conjurings as well. The Conjuring. The Conjuring, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you fucking talking about? So I ask you your favorite horror movie, and you say fucking Sinister. Um, no, I'm saying The Exorcist. Oh, okay. Sorry. I take it back. That's far more uh, yeah. socially acceptable. It's a classic as well. It's, it is a classic, and it's one of my it's favorites. Fucking, it's fucking good, yeah. Okay, so f- two more questions. Favorite monster? Bigfoot. Arguably not even a monster. <laughs> He's a fucking monster, and I was terrified of him for years are you serious you had a Sasquatch yeah. fear yeah that the Henderson that was a family friendly show where he was as lovable as a dog I must have seen a different uh, something but <laughs> anyway, favorite, favorite right if I, I'll go another one then I'll go another one um, I, I appreciate your honesty I like it this no but I, I do like him okay okay he's cute he was nice uh, Frankenstein probably Frankenstein as we've already Frankenstein yeah yeah you, you as said, you called me you set up quite the reputation for yourself Patrick Frankenstein is pretty cool and other favorite monsters I don't know I'm going to be really bored unless I like Frankenstein I like Dracula I love vampires yeah, yeah. like I, if a vampire came here now and said do you want to be a vampire I'd be like yes please yeah I do want me. to live forever yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> don't bite me in the neck yeah do, can I still get erections if I'm undead yeah, yeah there'd be a few there'd be yeah. a few questions can I still wank oh. yeah of course I mean I wouldn't expect any less uh, and then last one before we tie a bow in the in the Halloween uh, shenanigans your favourite ever dress up something that you have dressed up as for Halloween that you've used fun memories fanny pad done the fanny pad you, you know, did not with, yeah we did we did we done the fanny pad so it was just the, the face and the white sheet and just fucking Oh Jesus! We did that one. That was fucking great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my friend went to tampons, so he was just you know with the fucking this top. Oh, you know, fucking! <laughs> did, did you not like that? I don't know what to make of that. If I'm being perfectly honest, uh, I just uh, I suppose the thing is you can pass it off as anything. You know, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> Did you oh, have wings? Did you have the wings? I know that's oh, a... the wings, the whole or with Maxi and all. Oh, brilliant. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, what did I hear today? Only a true Viking rides the Red River or something like that. Uh, so, there you go. If you're, you're the most Viking of all. Can I? Well, can I? Can I throw these back at you? Uh, well, yeah, that's what a, a co-host should be doing. Yeah, well, well then, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite? <laughs> Am I a co-host? If you're uh, sitting in a co-host chair, my podcast partner in crime, of course you're a fucking co-host. Okay, so, uh, well, I'm fucking throwing it back, is that? Mm. So what's your favourite favorite movie? Um, Favourite, scary favourite movie. Uh, I'm going to be honest with this, because I don't, and it isn't my, you know, uh, my my critics uh, fucking pick, um, but it's The Ring. That's my favourite scary movie. It's got You the, love The Ring, alright? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, cl- oh, sorry, Patty. Everton just wiped out your clean sheet. Ah, fuck up but uh yeah are you fucking real are you telling the truth I am telling the truth oh my god I oh no I had seven points for Cody here not anymore you don't Um, unless Cody went off and I've been distracted but uh, it looks like everything I've pulled one back I'll keep an eye on it but yeah favourite favorite horror movie for me is The Ring yeah I watched that okay. I watched great that. great great movie and it's got that classic scene where she climbs out of the fucking telly like which um is absolutely amazing and fair play to TG Kepper one of those Irish stations this week 
actually did that. They, they, they were doing the we- they were doing the weather forecast. What? And then they were doing the weather forecasts, and then all of a sudden, when she finished the weather forecast, the screen zoomed back, and the lights went off, and she started to crawl out. They'd done this. Oh, it looked like she was actually crawling out to see. Check terrifying. it out. Check it out. And Joe.ie came out of nowhere. It's like they do something every year. Apparently, it was very very good. That is good. That is good. Uh, so so yeah, okay, the ring. That's a great. Why did? But can we just talk? I know we're going off FPL here, but it doesn't matter. It's Halloween special. It feels um, done. Yes, done. <laughs> the um. The critics never like horror movies, so I don't really care unless it's like fucking two point four or three. I'm not watching, it. but I mean, a five point five is good for horror. Hundred percent. That is also something yeah. that I would have noticed yeah. in my time. It's like, I get it. I mean, they're generally shit because to you know scare you, they take shortcuts. They don't care about plot, acting, all that crap. So I mean, I see why they're uh, why their yeah. critic scores are low. But then every time, every now and again, you see one with a massive rating. Are really high critics reviews and you're like going oh shit I better go check this one out The Babadook uh, example I didn't think that was overly great I loved it I thought the Babadook was very good uh, well I mean okay it had a great underlying story message and stuff yeah. message and all and it was okay it was okay but I mean yeah was it New Zealand uh, yeah it was one of those yeah, um, yeah. I, no, I, I take it back saying that I didn't think it was great it was, it was high rated it was yeah. very good actually it was good sorry. but again just because of the, the subtext that you mentioned I mean yeah. obviously once a critic hears uh, you know it's about mental illness or whatever the fuck that one was about they're going to jizz their pants subtext is like the yeah, the king I watch, I'm not going to go into more horror movies <laughs> but uh, my favourite outfit since you asked uh, I didn't I never dress up I'm sorry I know what? I know. I've just I'm lazy fuck when it comes to dressing up. I mean, well, I dressed up as Slash one year, which you know. Well, there I, you go. I would just say Slash then, because that's the only thing you ever fucking dressed up as. So. I know. I think I got absolutely sm- like hammered drunk that night, and it's probably one of those you know, one of those memories that you regret when you you know for the rest of your life. Like that's one of those nights of you know you learn a lesson that night. That's not why you don't do double shots of aftershock. You know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think since then that's put me off dressing up because I lost my hat and my wig and I was, I was pretty traumatizing holy shit you didn't mm. wake up with a wine bottle shoved up anywhere no no that must be a Donegal thing um, yeah uh, down here yeah <laughs> alright bringing it okay. back bringing it back to FPL a little tangent we went down there <laughs> It's fucking Halloween You're, we're supposed to yeah exactly Um, last FPL right. question Patty. go on what are you going to say oh no it's just what, what, what? Is there a question? I have a question. Right, who's the captain this week? Are we fucking still going as Shima says ABC FPL, or do we, do we, do we? You know, is there anyone out there that's getting her fancy? Uh, yeah, I mean, you read my mind. That's exactly the question I was going to ask. Who the fuck yeah. do we captain this week? Uh, I'm going to just stick with Salah. I know. Yeah, there's I'm... a few little, you know, teasy ones there, like you know, looking over at uh, Brentford playing Norwich. Norwich. Does that tingle your balls a little bit over there? No. No, I mean, okay. like Brentford's. I don't have any Brentford players, so definitely isn't doing anything. Right. But what about Smith Rowe? Does he tingle your balls against Watford? No, I'm not looking at any cheap assets. I mean, if I'm looking at players to captain, maybe Vardy against Leeds. If I wanted to be a bit spicy, um, away to Leeds. Mm. Leeds in no great shape. Um. I don't think at all as a team they're pretty pretty shaky looking um, so I would have no issue captaining maybe a Vardy even Jimenez away to Crystal Palace I don't know but yeah I'm like I'm just not going to budge it's going to be but, but Holly Shan says that Leeds United have conceded just three big chances in their last four games 
the fewest of any side in the Premier League this period. Um, uh, that's an astute observation, but looking here, yeah, I mean, like, look, they're playing Leeds, Spur. I, I mean, they've had pretty decent fucking fixtures, so I'm not going to overthink mm. it. I don't think, uh, like, just watching the match, you know, Leeds aren't fucking solid. They should have conceded much more. Uh, against Norwich there was a couple of chances that they created there and they did concede one so uh, okay. but um, no it's Salah all the way for me I know I know West Ham are doing absolutely fantastic at the moment mm-hmm. which is why I'm reluctant to get rid of Antonio but um, yeah I'm not uh, I'm not overly I'm not going to overthink it it's just going to stick it on Salah he didn't get a goal last week got one chopped off for offside and um, yeah I think he's going to be he's like he, what the best player in the world at the moment what can yeah. you do about it, you know? Current, currently. I think so. So, yeah, what about you? You're pretty... You set in Salah? Yeah, Salah. Salah is. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I suppose before we start wrapping things up, um, it's been a nice and short one this week, we are going to have a quick look at the mini-league. Now, as we mentioned, it is currently, you know, there's, what, 20 minutes left in the Everton yes. game, so, you know, there's not... Um, or the Everton-Wolves match, so... I don't think there's a massive amount that's going to change. But I have the thing on the screen there. Uh, we have a new leader. We have a new top spot. First, point, first time this season, from what I can tell. and uh, Or from what I can remember, should I say. And uh, yeah, he is sitting pretty on a grand total of 715 points. Uh, one point off of our second spot. So in first spot this week, we have Emil Smith, Joe, Jack Spaulding. He got a 59-point score so far. Uh, second spot, FPL Ukraine, five, 55 points this week. Uh, third spot, Shaw, Shank, Redmondson, 58 points. Fourth spot, Tikal, 45. Robert Duckies, 44. Oh, Robert Ducky. Down to fifth. Harold Crossers, 43. FPL Dad, 37. Spreadsheet war. Now these, I imagine, are probably. Dad's gonna. Dad's gonna have fifty points this week. Yeah. He's getting Smith Rowe, the dirty poxy bastard. I just realized as I was talking, I was like, yeah, no, these are. He's get. He's he's getting Gallagher to fuck. Oh, Gallagher, that's who yeah. it is. Um, yeah. So just realized as I was saying, I was like, oh bollocks. But yeah, um, eighth position spreadsheet warrior, sixty points, and Donny's duds in ninth, and Baker's beauties, in ten. So um yeah, some pretty fucking good yeah, scores some all good around. Scores. Did you like the roast we gave Donny last week? Oh Jesus, I couldn't get over it. Poor lads. <laughs> throwing this throwing the C word out. Oh Jesus. So casually. Uh, yeah, we just went through, didn't we? Yeah. I mean like look, I You know, I, I loved that last week. I kept it's a pity the league wasn't fully updated so we could just fucking thrash a few more people like but That's we'll your... do it next week. Yeah, we'll make we'll do a whole episode where we just Talk, talk we just roast league. people yeah, yeah. we we'll roast everyone in the mini league we should do that once FPL a week Twitter. we should pick yeah. one account in it once a week and absolutely destroy fpl him. mate let's destroy him every week you're again you just have a list of people <laughs> that you want to be friends with and they're ignoring you and, you don't <laughs> and, and, and fpl family yeah there we go just keep uh, <laughs> just keep burning our bridges while you're at it family <laughs> Uh, too good FPL. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll uh, wrap it up there before Paddy gets us even more. I'm on the whiskey. <laughs> yeah. We also actually got a couple of comments about that last week. Uh, yourself and Seamus getting absolutely uh, tossed, uh, fucking on the pods, drinking Jameson's. So fair play to you. Living, uh, living up to the name and uh, whatnot. Uh, if I am to be honest, we got one complaint. We actually did get one complaint last Really? Week. What was it? Uh, Who I, haven't, it so I, I haven't said this to you. Them? I haven't said this to you. 
Yeah. And I'm not going to say who said it. But they found you leaving before the end of the podcast to be a little bit unprofessional, if I may say so. Did I leave before the podcast? You just disappeared and left Seamus on his own. Now, I found it very comical, obviously. But Why, what I, what, I can't remember. You just were, you were after knocking back a nagging of Jameson and off you went for a piss. And, uh, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, you have to go for a piss. We got a complaint, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, that's right, I remember I was like, oh, can you wrap up, I have to go for a piss. First, first time we've ever got one. I'm away for one week and we've got our first complaint in. I'm going to find out who was who said that. You're not. I'm going to roast them next week. You're not going to find out. But I will leave it there. And I will wrap it up. Paddy, tell everyone where they can find you. You can get me on Twitter at FPLViking underscore. You can get me on um, Instagram, the Viking Dippers, where we are actually raising some money for Movember this year. That's why you may see the womb broom on my face. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, old, the old left leg tickler. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there we go and uh so yeah men's health you know men's mental health men's fucking health the the whole works so that's what we're doing this month so that sounds great um so go check out patty's instagram i assume you're you know raising money for that november thing yeah okay great. yeah yeah, i was just distracted by that fucking pedo stash staring down the camera at me fuck Um, Fuck you sorry patty you're the one that came on there fair play to you I'm, i'm i'm proud of you uh but yeah, so that's where you can find Paddy. You can find us on Twitter as well, at FBL Hangover. If you'd prefer to be a little bit more antiquated, you can reach out to us on our Gmail account. Send us an email. That's FBLHangover at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, feel free to like and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. I hope you all enjoy your Game Week 11s. And most importantly, God bless. Yeah.